0: to anchor.fm to get started.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz
0: begin. Hey, everybody. It is Wednesday. Welcome to It's Bravo, Bitch, with Hollywood Leon. it's my show. In the studio today, the queen of Beverly Hills, the queen of the Shaws, MJ Mercedes Javid. Hi
2: guys. Well, guy, one person to one person. I just wanted to start by, I was making my coffee just now and hold on. How's my picture? How do I look? I just want to say thank you. You're a content creator. You are keeping us all of you and all of the people that are putting stuff out that can like take us, our minds off of.
1: Yes.
2: and all of the stuff that you're doing and also being like this media outlet that you are which i have a lot of respect for i just have to like shout you out for like what you're doing and give me mad props
0: thank you so much mj that means a lot Um, we are here quarantined in our own homes, everybody, but we're going to give you guys a good show. As MJ said, we're going to take you away, distract you a little bit about our public health issue. We're going to have some laughs. We're going to spill the tea. Um, MJ, thank you so much for jumping in. I'm so excited to do this. It's been a while. We've been wanting to get you on for a minute, girl.
2: Yeah. And, you know, um, today I was like, well, I'll definitely get a blowout, but obviously that I would do. And I'll definitely put like some lashes on. And I thought to myself, are you crazy? Like, not only are you lucky that your baby is sleeping right now, that you have a cup of hot coffee in your hand, just be really realistic and keep it real. And I just, it feels um, like we have to talk about the fact that it is important to put on a pair of jeans.
1: Absolutely. It is
2: important. You know what I mean? Like, we're so used to just, like... I showered today. What's that? Yeah, you did? (laughs) I (laughs) showered today. First time in three days that I showered. Yeah, because if we if we're, like, oh, what's the point of, like, putting clothes on? Like, especially if you're a mom, because if you put on clothes, you're going to get food on those clothes, you're going to get dirt on those clothes, you're going to be crawling around, but at the same time, um, it's important you guys to, like, get in clothes so that you can check yourself and like not become agoraphobic.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Bless you. Well, let's get into this. I want to just dive right in. You know, we have a lot to talk about. We're in the middle of the season here with Shaz. We just saw, um, you know, a really volatile scene. You know, Reza and MJ are on the rocks right now. So MJ is here to talk about it with us. You know, I've seen that Reza's kind of been making the rounds, Press wise, going on all sorts of podcasts. So I feel like this is the time for you to clear the air a little bit. Um, I want to just start with um kind of like the history of the show. Um, before we get into all the juicy stuff, I wanna, you know, make everybody work for it. So if you're if you're in the live chat, thank you so much for joining us. We have MJ and we're gonna dive in deep. So let's get into it. Um, MJ, when you started the show. Did you guys know that it was going to get to the level where it's at now? Shaw's is huge. It's one of the biggest shows on Bravo. Did you guys expect that? And um, what were your feelings about first? I
2: was walking down the street, walking my little dog, Pablo and Julio. And I got the phone call from my friend, Jesse Lead. He was not a friend at the time. He was in development with RSP, Ryan Seacrest Productions. So no. Short answer, I don't think anyone can ever predict because we just don't know that people are going to be interested in us and invested. And for me, it's just become really a comfortable place because I don't ever mind having what I go through, have someone at home relate to it in some way that makes me feel like this is why we do what we do and we get to do it, you know, so. Yeah I got a phone call I thought it was a prank call honey I thought like I was like what you want to know if I want to do a reality show like why would I want to do a reality show are you sure you don't want like somebody else and so I called my mom and then they wanted to meet my family and then they want to meet my siblings and I was like I'm an only child and then we introduced um, Reza and then after that it was like um it's a friend
1: show this is yeah
2: yeah Sammy Sammy and I are still really close and he was like the Sammy
0: Sammy, the OG Shah I definitely remember him Um, okay well I know that the seasons just got really really hot and heated and it was like a theme that we started to notice throughout the shows you know there's all sorts of shows on Bravo the Housewives you know the Southern Charmers but there's something about the Shahs where you guys hold each other accountable but I think you guys take it to a Crazy degree. um Would you say that's a fair assessment? You know, I was watching and I
2: commented on your previous post. Remember the one that I was like, and then it was, you've done like a couple of Shaw's posts. Um, what's the girl that I was commenting to?
0: <laughs> Maite Carrillo.
2: Thank you.
1: Yeah,
2: Maite. Um, so, you know what I think? I think that because, first of all, do you know that I watch every show? Like, I know everything there is to know about Southern Charm from season one and yeah. to the current, quiz me backward, so on and so forth, right?
0: Yeah, you're a um, huge Marvel fan, and I love that.
2: Yeah, so what makes us different is that, like, you know, first of all, we're Persian, and there's, like, in my opinion, a certain level of pride, integrity, culture, value system, standards, Um, take Shervin, for example, like, he is the quintessential Persian man, because he maintains his composure, he's got, even though he's whitewashed, and like, lives, lived in Alabama, he still has, maintains a strong sense of his um, culture. So, and then as far as like, how things happen with us, like, I feel like I'm on such a small group of friends like me, Gigi, Mike, Reza. That's only three people, you know? So, like, if we're on TV, we have to be um, acknowledging that if any of us hold our whole lives back, you want to be on a reality show and everything in your life is off limits, then it does make it hard for our audience to connect because our audience is smart. And they know whether they're feeling and experiencing something that's real or not.
0: Yeah, it's almost the truth with you guys. You guys are always like, no, let's get the truth out. You're not being authentic. You're holding back. So there is a sense of accountability.
2: Yeah, I think that for like, let's use like Mike as an example, because he's already done with his divorce, right? Um, you know, he might be upset that Golnessa brought it up, but then at the other end, it was, if it was happening, is it off limits? Like, that's a question because if Mike and Golnessa silenced themselves on a reality show, then how does that work?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it's worked because you guys haven't held back and you guys have held each other accountable, which kind of brings me to my next point. I want to talk about just, you know, climbing up the history ladder here, you know, um, earlier you said Asa, uh, you said this on a different podcast that you would have wanted to be friends with Asa towards the end. Um, you know, but I feel like the way that the show ended, it was hard for you guys to kind of come together do you feel like yes. you had a big part in that, uh, MJ? That's a really that's a really astute observation
2: because um when Asa and I had our last season where we filmed together, and this is a person that I saw all year round as often as I could, you know, um, I definitely probably chased the friendship to salvage it more than her because I know that I was working against her and Reza. They were very much like, in Their own clique for many years, and they pretended like they were cool with me, but they really weren't. Um, so I think I f- kind of felt like the redheaded stepchild. However, we were friends off and on seasons, not like the housewives that only like walk into like a seven month break and they're like, Oh, girl, like you know, you look a long time no see, no. So, yeah. uh, found a lot of different things, and if they chose, you know, may- they captured. Tender moments they could have captured, not so tender moments, and whatever story they tell at the end kind of just like reminds us either of like the, the negative stuff or the positive stuff. So, so we can saying, you they
0: showed the but, negative, and that's kind of why you guys weren't friends. So you're saying you had moments with her. In,
2: in my in, in my opinion, yes. In my opinion, when you watch yourself being tender and kind, you're gonna be like you're gonna get the warm and fuzzies and be like oh. Or if they drop that, and they tell the moments that weren't so precious and kind, then you're going to feel, you know, hurt, um, angry, bitter, resentful, a lot of other things. So um, yes, in my heart, I always remember the way my dad operates. And he always says, love, forgiveness, get over it, don't hold on to anything. And so I can look back on my relationship with Asa and say, like, you know, like, are you I sorry something. for like
0: the stuff that you said about her? Cause you did say some stuff about her child and everything. Remember that?
2: Yeah, I remember I was standing in my kitchen. First of all, my terrible time in my life, no excuses, you know, being catty and saying that if I don't get married, which was what was happening, I was like getting pressure to get married while my dad was on an intubator and I was being a bitch. And I was like, what do you want? Like, are you ready to have a baby? Then why am I getting married? If I don't want to get married, I was really just being a brat. And I and apologize sincerely because I meant it. And now I look back on that and I'm like, how could I have ever said that? I would first of all, I'm a product of a broken family. My parents got a divorce. I'm yeah. sure that I didn't get enough therapy to get through it the right way. So for for me to say that, like, oh, someone's a bastard or they're like, I was saying like um, Tommy, if you don't get, um, if we don't get married, then we don't have the commitment to each other. Then why are we bringing a child into this world if we're not going to wed each other? So it, obviously, it me, what I yeah, hard. like under what I was saying was that I need to make sure that I'm willing to commit to a man before I bring a child into this world. But what happens? You chop up, you know, 700 hours of filming and put it in like 10. 12, 45 minute episodes. And then like something shitty comes out of my mouth. And, and I do of course regret that, but, um, but I apologize for it all the way back then. So, you know, I hear still people are sad about me saying that years later, but that's not who I am now. And even, even if I was mad, I don't think I could say that because, you know, I've, I've gone through so much and I've changed so much and I'm a mom now. And I just, I don't feel the same
0: yeah. I feel things. like it's all said done things that we've regretted. We've all acted inappropriately. So you're just on TV. That's the only difference. So, you know, people remember that. So I want to move on from it. You've apologized. you feel bad about it? I'm glad to hear that. Hopefully you and Asa can, you know, get together one day for like some tea or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah. It would be a beautiful thing like to have what my dad says is like forgiveness, but like, I'm going to ask you right now, does me talking about it in any way make you do do you feel and experience me as being sorry about that because yeah absolutely
0: because Because if I I didn't feel that from you I would still want to harp on it you know what I mean like you I've asked you about it I said I brought up the remark and everything and you like I do not feel that way I was mad and I'm sorry about that and I would never say that now and, and And I would like to be forgiven for it. So there's really nothing to harp on, you know? We're not on a show, so I don't have to drag it out for (laughs) you. If we were, though, girl, if we were,
2: though. (laughs) Listen, if we get through this pandemic, which we will, you and I are going to meet at the Abbey and get, you know,
0: I know. I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm so upset that this is happening because right now we would be not only doing the show, we would be taking photos afterwards. I would be making you take me to a Persian restaurant afterwards. Yes.
2: Yeah, so Are you guys still? Is, located it's unfortunate. Are you guys still shooting out of the same space as when I came? And yeah. like yes,
0: we are. We are. And we will be back. Life will go back to normal eventually. Yeah. We just have to get through this, girl.
2: Yep. Um, are you doing any shopping? I know you don't want to get off topic, but I do want to say I'm gonna start like this conversation that we're having, I'm gonna continue this on my on my social so that like we could talk about like staying sane through this pandemic.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um I have I actually j- I did some toilet paper and some paper towel shopping right before this went down and there was a sale. So I got really really lucky, girl.
2: Oh, okay. I want to see your toilet paper victory and I want to rate you. I am on a subscription service so I get my toilet paper every 3 months on automatic you know amazon
0: wow. so i'm good i'm shocked right now this is so beverly okay. hills. why am i not a part of this i live in la <laughs> all you
2: had to do is click subscribe
0: okay uh-oh did we lose mj that
2: was that was that was Nima calling me
0: okay well um oh we'll get into him in a minute <laughs> okay you've seen beverly hills right real housewives of beverly hills of course. I call Nima Dana twenty five thousand. Oh yes, that glasses. They're twenty five thousand.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that, that glasses.
0: All right, we're gonna get into Nima, but I want to talk about you know the Reza thing. You know, I I just want to get into the beginning aspects of it. I know obviously we saw the fight and we saw everything go down, but um, we only have thirty minutes left, so I just want to get into. Um, this scenario right here um right off the bat i'm just going to say i don't think destiny is innocent i think she uh needs to own her little part in it but i feel like it was interesting the last episode because everybody was talking about owning their part um but before we get into that i saw Ali Ashuri on heather mcdonald's podcast and uh that thirsty queen two thirsty ass queens (laughs) But he said that basically Marvin was Adam's best friend and he's the one that kind of put this on the forefront and brought it to Ali and then he mentioned it to you a year later. So I'm like- So,
2: you know, um, Marvin is a friend of Ali and Adam. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was like um, the chicken or the egg. I don't think it really matters. You know, yeah. like, I think that what we know, we saw in pretty black and white. Um, do you, I just think
0: something it, happened look, at that house the night that Reza was gone?
2: Do I think something happened? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Ali said he didn't think that anything had happened, but I don't listen to everything because, you see, there's a, like, um, I'm not trying to be, like, a loop bitch, but, like, it's like, there's a thought Tiana factor, a thought factor. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That, a thought Tiana factor that you're single friend, like once you become married, like your single friends, like talk a lot of shit. Like, yes, I knew that Adam had a friend called Allie. Adam had a friend called Marvin. They had their conversations. I'm not privy to the conversations that Allie and Adam and, uh, and Marvin had. It's their conversation. I know that they shared hairdressers here yeah. and there, and um, I know that that was a guy that also got thrown under the bus. And well, you feel that
0: this of- happened in 2018, and that you know they brought it to you later. Why didn't you just talk to Reza about it right there and then? Did you feel like maybe this is something we should have a conversation on camera with? Did you purposely like hold the information back to wait for a time to talk about it with Reza?
2: I heard that there's a podcast that Reza did where he talks about knowing about Naked Jenga and talking to me about it. So I believe that this isn't like something that was novel, that was already a conversation that was out there, including Reza. Yeah, and you, said it on the
0: show. you said it was a consensus. People have talked about this before. Um, you've said, you know, their relationship's not perfect. We've seen it and we see the flashbacks. But I mean, I think there's two separate worlds. There's the TV world and then there's the personal world. And when the cameras go down, everyone's just living their own personal world. So I feel like the information was held until the cameras came up. Is that a fair assessment or no?
2: I think that like Reza might have two different reactions you know i think that he might be cool with something because there's no camera there got it um
0: because Because you have to get to the reality of the the situation we have to get to the reality of the relationship and there has been some talk about openness with them so it's like it's not too far off
2: sorry say that again
0: we've talked about their openness before so it's like it wouldn't be too far off that Adam was playing strip jungle while he was gone. You know what I mean?
2: Right. I hear you. Well, I don't think he denied it. Did he? He didn't. Did he?
0: Adam? Yeah. Well, he went, no, it made some weird little face and ran off.
2: But, <laughs> but then didn't he still admit it when they. Went into that the car?
0: or something. I yeah. don't know. It's all really fuzzy to me. Like what pisses me off about the whole thing is that. All of this is because of Adam's actions, no matter what. It doesn't matter who held the information, who had the information. All of this is because of Adam. And he is squeaky clean. Like, they're going to Hawaii, everything's great, but you guys are all still in the mess. So that's what I don't like about it, is that certain people have came out of it squeaky clean, and everybody else is still in the shitter.
2: Well, imagine this morning, I'm bathing my son. And I'm thinking to myself, we reached a milestone, we're talking, we're bonding. And this is something that my friend, my cast of friends have missed out on, you know, so like, you have to understand like, where I'm at is that I see this as a loss for all of us as a family, I see us as a family. And when we get into the ridiculousness of this you know the detail of like, yeah, we all see Adam and Reza just fine, and whatever. You know there could have been conversations on or off, but like, um, I just wanted to say that I, I know like me and Gulnaza have things to work out. You know, but I don't care. Like, I still have love for her. When you love someone, you your love surpasses whether or not we have like a conversation that we didn't ever get to have after my father passed, or when she broke up with her ex husband, or whatever. So like. He
0: that are... a horrible person a couple episodes ago.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. Trust How me.
0: Respond to that.
2: Remember, we're about to shoot the reunion. We have a lot to hopefully discuss. Life continues. I'm looking forward to the reunion because there's so many things that I wouldn't even be sitting here today talking to you because we're going to be shooting the reunion any second now. And I really think that it's important for you to know that, like. I'm here, you know, I'm not somebody that ever, if you want to go watch from the first episode of the first season yep. to the present time, I'm always here to discuss whatever it is, whether it's about me, whether it's about you. And I, um, I think that when there's a baby in the mix, that's such a beautiful miracle that the lack of support and the lack of empathy from destiny, from Reza, from Golnessa, from Mike, it's really depressing because it's really a shame so the bottom
1: line,
2: yeah, the bottom line is that, like, I wish things could be different. I'm part of this group. So it's partially my fault. It's partially everybody else's fault that we are not surrounding each other. Fucking Mike, the situation, Sorrentino gets out of jail. I never saw so much love in the eyes of the people. that <laughs> Shout out to JWoww. Shout out to Snooky, Shout out to every single person. Ronnie. Jay,
0: I want to know what does Vita think about what's happening on the episode? Uh, Not like in life. Like the episode just came out where he said horrible things about you. He said, I don't even want to repeat it, but the 10 abortions thing. What did Vita say about that? I want to know.
2: Mom said, my mom sent sent me a text message last night and I'm going to read it to you. Okay, hey. here. Okay. So my mom sent me a text message last night. And what she wrote was so boss and so beautiful, like mom, mama bear, whatever you want to call it. Okay. She wrote, can Reza go to hell? Because even hell isn't going to let him in. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, like Satan's going to be like, we closed boo. Okay?
0: Okay. You are so bad.
2: And, you know, my mom was upset that, you know, she heard what she heard on um, the vandalism charge because my mom just like kind of heard it from a distance. Now she saw the episode and she never had seen the footage before. And she was like, Tommy only threw three pieces of $5 plants and left right away. He didn't look around. He wasn't looking for anything and he wasn't even screaming. He just went in and out in under a minute. <laughs> it was so cute. He said, don't let Nima and Mike put you on trial for nothing. Um
0: yeah. so what, Reza is what, taking Reza, this, Reza's taking this all the way to the legal action. Didn't he have him arrested?
2: Yeah, he charged, he got Tommy got charged with vandalism.
0: ridiculous. Yeah. It's a freaking five dollar plan. You know.
2: Freaking um up. I I just watch, you know, I just listen, like the level of engagement that we are in he's involved my husband my husband has gotten involved um so i think that just the dichotomy is i've got a baby i've got a, a household that i want to focus on nurturing and then i've got this other thing going on so uh, um i look uh, forward no, no. to in where we can discuss things and we still i haven't seen the rest of the season i've lived my portion of it but postpartum is like a whole shelter shock, um what do we call it shell shock and we have like so many things that i like wasn't it was like you have to pinch yourself to even know like is this really happening to me yeah. you know like it's a very very surreal time
0: are you, know? you suffering from post mj
2: listen, it's going to happen to you. And it's going to get you. I feel like I if it's going to happen to me, I felt like I was a pretty happy person, like pretty equal, like Librium is pretty decent. Um, My husband and I tell jokes and laugh at each other all day long. That's really positive. But at the same time, um, there's a, a hormonal shift that's happening. There's a surgery recovery that's happening. You know, I don't feel like I'm super connected. With my body. There's a lot that a woman goes through. And also, like being a mom is very isolating. When you're by yourself at home and caring for a baby, that's all you want to do. But at the same point in time, you also have other needs and other um things that you want to fulfill. Like Tommy and I don't really want to have a date night. This is like pre-quarantine. We're like, we love being with our kid. We don't really feel like we need to get a babysitter to get a break from him. Sweet. But at the same time, you do and you don't know it. So Life is crazy. And having children is one of the most beautiful, beautiful enhancements of living on this planet possible. So um, we are just extremely blessed and feel that every second, how, you know, this kid is so happy. He's always smiling. He really- Shams is
0: gorgeous. I made a video about him. I don't know if you saw it where I was saying like, I feel like Shams is your father's soul. We incarnated to be here
2: with uh, you. Yeah. He's,
0: totally he's going your dad's spirit is there with you he's never going to leave you now like it's it's yeah. beautiful so i'm sorry yeah. about your loss i'm sorry about your postpartum um i feel yeah. like you're but it's good about we're gonna get through it
2: yeah it's it's listen even talking about it for a second women are going to heal each other that's how we are going to heal each other because You want to talk about it. We have a little laugh about it. Laughter heals. All of these connections that we need to have with each other are so crucial for part of like just um, getting through life, you know, no matter what it is that you're going through.
0: I want to talk about some of the cast members and some of the new people that are on here. Um, Let's play like a little word association. I'm going to say the name and you tell me what you think of uh, the people that are still on the show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the first one I want to just say Destiny, what do you think about when you hear Destiny?
2: Actress.
0: <laughs> She's an actress, huh? Uh yeah. what do you think about her brother? Her brother's kind of cute.
1: Uh uh Oh.
2: Brother Sam? Yeah. Um yeah, Sam's brother is cute.
0: And I feel like um Destiny's like, oh, we're talking. And I'm like, are you really talking? Are you really? Are you sure it wasn't a hit it and quit it girl?
2: (laughs) Listen, can I tell you something? Can we put a positive spin on this? Last year and the year before, Mike was teasing Destiny so much about being closet. Yeah. And I'm glad that she is hooking up with the guy so that she could prove everybody wrong. And if it's been a long time, then I think that no one should judge her for getting... You know, like
0: Do you think she's bisexual?
2: I think it doesn't matter. It's none of anybody's business unless she wants to talk about it. However, I bi- know,
1: we're all bi.
2: <laughs> especially your generation. But I, I really think that a woman should be touched, a woman should have an orgasm, a woman should be caressed. And if it wasn't happening until Sam came along, then God bless them both.
0: Okay, what do you think about um Nima?
2: So Nima and I have stayed really strong through everything and same with Shervin. So the two of those, um, gentlemen are both very, um, I can't just put it in one word. They're, they're gentlemen, they're, they're intelligent. They're, they have the best character. They, they show up, you know, not only when they're supposed to, but when you need them, I mean, um... Well,
0: Mike Shoehead, though, because we've heard a lot of things about Mike Shoehead throughout the years. I've heard good things about him. I've heard heard horrible things about him. I've heard he used to be a bully in high school. Like, I've heard the works, but I've also heard he's really nice. He was just at AfterBuzz a couple weeks ago. So I've I've heard a mixture of things, but I want to hear it from someone that really knows him. Like, what's the journey with him?
2: And if anybody ever says anything extremely negative about Mike, they're just straight lying and hating on him. Okay. So let's get that. If he was um, ever labeled as a bully in high school, that's just bullshit because like, can people say mean things in high school We're teenagers, they have hormones. He was not like ever somebody who is a horrible person or could ever earn that label. Um, I think Mike has tendencies to be selfish, piss people off only kind of like prioritize himself a little bit too much. We all should prioritize ourselves and our families, but also at the same point in time, learn how to be there for somebody else, especially, you know, relationships that deserve it and call for it. And when you need to be there for somebody, and I don't think that he's always there for people. That's why.
0: I love that. I want to uh, shout out the live chat. Deborah, uh, Joe, Gwen says, uh, everyone, a friend of everyone is a friend of no one. MJ, you are right on. Uh, Jason Moss says, so disappointed in Mike's response to it. Oh, yeah. So Mike and Nemo are really trying to get you to hold your accountability part. We saw this in the last episode. They want you to admit your part in it. What is your part in it, MJ?
2: Well, you know what? I'll tell you. When I came to sit down with Nima and Mike, do you recall that the first half of those episode one, two, three, four, and five, I don't even interact with anybody, right? You only basically come home from the hospital and be with my baby. So Nima and Mike were operating out of a place of they're wrong because they 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 were not they were not asking me anything they were just drinking the kool-aid and that was really fucked up Got it. you know what i'm saying like don't don't be sitting there in just with reza in your ear yeah it, never ever 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 come and talk to me because that is a huge oversight we'll dive all the way into it at the reunion all the way into it
0: yeah, they um they had a whole powwow about you and how Reza's like I don't want anybody to be friends with her. Um yes. I don't know I just feel like after 30 years why go for the jugular? Like why go for blood? You know what I mean? Like this is someone that you love. Like don't you think there's even a sprinkle of a chance that you guys might be friends again? So why go for blood?
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, I can't speak to that. I know that he's mentally ill and I know that we're going to you know, come out with hopefully no bullshit so that we can really answer those questions honestly. And if everyone is able to have the balls to be honest, then there's gonna be a lot of apologizing. If people are gonna stay committed to like their egos and their you know version of their delusional accounts of what something happened, I'm like, then there's no friendship because you have to know
0: say that the truth is gonna come out. And that there's something uh-huh. that's going to come out that we all don't know. Is that true? Are we looking forward to well,
2: that? There's a couple of things. But the point is that you have to remember, all the way up until now, I have been treated without anyone talking to me or asking me or giving me benefit or just assume some random shit. Yeah. From Devin and Golnessa, who I put on my Instagram sorry, she lied because she did. And... I mean that's what we've seen so far. Because where's my part where I get to come in and
1: tell your part say one me.
2: say one word or show me something? I mean, again, yes, there, you will not if you continue to watch the season. If you continue to watch what I'm going to watch with you guys, anything that isn't covered, we will at the reunion, obviously, because I, this is such
0: I a think big Gigi thing. dumped the but, ship so fast. Gigi just jumped on the ship with Reza so freaking quickly. Because I feel like she didn't want to be on Reza's bad side because she knows how that goes. Yeah, I know.
2: They have been terrible to each other in the past, but, like, again, hopefully, if people were willing to be vulnerable and real, then you can apologize to each other for what you've been put each other through in the past, and I'm talking about them, and that way they could have an authentic relationship moving forward. Not just this bullshit, like, let's just kiss and make up, while the cameras are rolling within two seconds and then go along our way when MJ's not around. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's very. That's why people are calling it out as being lame because they need to feel it and they need to see it and they're not Mm -hmm. seeing an authentic connection. She was like sick and tired of being on the outs with him and he probably just thought, well, this is the best I got. Let's just go with it.
0: So um, I heard... Both of you, you say, and Reza say that you guys both saw each other at BravoCon. And then Reza said that he came up to you, like, kind of like neutral, open mind, just to see, like, what were you going to say? And that he said that you, he said he said hi to you and that you were like, really, really, really? And that you were so confrontational. Is that true? Um, no.
2: Reza came up to me like this Hi. Hi. How are you? And I was like, what are you on? Like it was like an an overly caffeinated like glaze on his face. And don't get me wrong, like Homeboy was happy to be at BravoCon taking selfies with his fans, okay? Like that is him in his element. But as far as I was concerned, the way he talked to me, I was like, bitch, I just fucking saw you in court, motherfucker. Like who the fuck are you like acting like
1: this i can't
2: believe it i haven't seen my friend it hasn't even unfolded yet in the episodes so um <laughs> if he wanted to say that i was some kind of way then that's fine he can go ahead and say whatever he wants to every what he is showing you guys you don't even need to ask me any questions because you could go ahead and check his instagram and you could check my Instagram, you could check his comments. that everyone, everyone thinks about him and his behavior and what he is doing.
0: It's been so, repulsive. Like, it's no yeah. question that what he did and say was ridiculous and disgusting. And I feel like it's only been recently that he has been saying, look, I said horrible things and it's only because of the backlash. Like, I feel like he thought that people were going to... Um just maybe have like a perfectly split down the middle or even maybe take uh his side because he's I feel like he's really trying to bring up um and so is Gigi. You know, when you brought her husband out, they're like, Oh, she's shady a-
2: Oh my god, who gives a shit? Wait until we talk about that at the reunion. Give me a fucking break. At least I did it straight to your face. And by the way, I'm gonna stop myself, but that's just just watch.
0: Just what? I thought that was kind of funny, though. Um, I okay. want to just. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Is there any type of sprinkle of hope that you guys can be friends again?
2: Yes, I think so. I I know that with the husband, like I have, it'll probably be the most unlikely thing that could ever happen. But hope has to live inside of your heart. Um, especially when you have such a beautiful blessing, like I do with Shams, um, and with my father, who's always, you know, talking to me, um, you know, Reza's mentally ill, but hopefully there's hope that there's like some way of getting through. So what do you mean by that?
0: He's mentally ill. What does he have?
2: I have my opinion he's mentally ill. That's my opinion.
0: Compulsive liar or what?
2: He's. In my opinion, allegedly, however you want to say it, I just don't think that he's normal. So I don't know. I don't want to go down a negative road with him or in, in with you about him. It's just that... Um,
0: Well, you guys love each other. You know, I know that it's all shade and tea and it's a reality show. But at the end of the day, there was something about your show that a lot of other shows didn't. That was a real connection. You and him are real best friends. And it hurts all of us to see you guys going through this. Yeah. Has this affected any of your businesses?
2: Um, I don't really think that the show has really showcased my work very much especially in the overall years of our season I, um you know i'm not you know paddling anything on the internet that would be affected by it like i have pablo's paws which is amazing it's for dogs and we contribute to Eulen on that and you know i'm a realtor i don't really think that like anyone should do anything except examine themselves when they feel like they make a mistake and. You know, again, like I, if I, and everything in my power to make sure that all of your questions about how things unfolded are answered by the end of the reunion. And if not, I'll come right back here and we'll talk about it.
0: You're the best, MJ. What do you want to say to the fans that are out there? You know, just kind of looking at the show, going, "Where? Well, how did?" I know.
2: Well, I know. I know. So what I want to say, if you're listening and you have a friend who is a new mom, go over to our house and wash her dishes for her and mop her floors and then leave so that's my one thing i have to say for the rest of you've who been watching the show and loyally thank you for it and i hope that i can as a new mom bring a new vibe into the group so that i can change the dynamic in my friend group in my crew this cast of friends of ours that we can really embrace each other in a more meaningful way so that we can heal and stuff so God willing, I'll be able to have my influence on our group to be in a positive way in the future.
0: MJ, um, if Rez is watching, without any bias or judgment, what do you want to say to him? If like no one was here,
2: I mean, like the middle finger, shame on you. Nothing good.
0: Oh, really? You're still at that kind of stage.
2: He hurt my husband really bad.
0: I want to say about Tommy, I want to say this. I do not condone violence in any shape, way, or form, period. But I would never go to that level. Because I know that there's a chance when you disrespect someone like that, you're gonna get your ass beat. I'm from the streets, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain rules. What did he expect? It's a man from New York, it's a man from freaking Brooklyn, this passionate man. What did you expect from
2: Queens? Um, I, as far as that's concerned, my husband committed the crime, he did the time, he took full. (laughs) You know accountability for his actions throwing the what the plants and um you know if he says he doesn't regret it because he was defending the honor of his son and his you know father mother of his son then you know it is what it is and trust me i'm out there i see what the commenters say that most people would have done a lot worse and that they all think that tommy exercised a lot of um
0: restraint yeah no i i agree and i am
2: um, oh by the way by the way can i say something that's total fucking bullshit that i sent him there that's ridiculous and number two i never condoned his behavior i tried to stop him from going over there so thank god reza and adam weren't there that's all i have to say
0: i'm glad they weren't home either and i completely believe you i don't think you would ever do that i think that's a very man thing to do is storm off like you know what I mean. Yeah. You could stood in front of him, and it wouldn't have made a difference. So I completely believe you. Um, I just want to shout out the shout. Skyler says we love you, MJ. Hookers and Harlot says Reza looks really bad. Uh, What's that? <laughs> Harlow. Hookers and Harlow says Reza looks really bad. Yeah, Skyler knows. said, "Give me all the tea." Carpe said, "Thank you." Um, MJ, thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to see the rest of the show and how this plays out. We're definitely going to get you back in here in person so we can go out to eat and take some photos and be friends because I love you and um, I want us to be close and I want to meet baby shams one day. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I want to have nachos at a Mexican restaurant with extra beans, extra cheese, extra jalapeno, extra everything, extra guac.
0: Now you are talking. Oh my God. And really quickly, I'm totally thinking about having my birthday party at that place, at that What's certain that? place in No Noho where you guys had that party with in the, the Gigi husband came out.
2: Oh, you are? Oh yeah, that's a venue. Uh-huh.
0: I was thinking yeah. about using that one. Is it cool?
2: Yeah, it's a great venue. Absolutely. It's one thing I will say is there's a lot of different rooms. So uh, if you want to keep party. That. Yeah. So like if you want to keep the party in one section and let them like lock off the doors so that people can't disperse because otherwise you could basically have like five different parties in that one place and nobody ever seeing each other nobody see each other and by the way i'm going to talk about at the reunion about that night it's important
0: I want to hear about it because I asked about it. Um, there is some uh, meat there that we need to talk about. But MJ, I'm so glad that you can make it. Um, what, where can we find you? What do you want to promote?
2: Um, so you can always go to Mercedes Javid on all the social platforms. I am going to put 70% off of my Pablo's Paws collars. It's a line of made in the U.S. Say uh, we contribute to Yulin. We contribute to local shelters that provide Homes, adoption all of these wonderful important things dogs save lives and aside from that just you know remember i'm right here so we'll, we'll keep in touch
1: perfect are you friends with lisa vanderpump
2: we are acquaintances we share um one very important person in common
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'm Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. You can find me every single Wednesday right here breaking it down. Tell your friends if they watch Bravo, they should be watching this Bravo Bitch with me, Hollywood Leon. It's my show. Bye, After Buzzers. Mm-hmm. MJ, thank you. I love you.
1: Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria
0: Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV.